everyone! Welcome to another audio reading of a Medium article I wrote. Uh, this one's called Stories of Sustainable Travel from Okayama, Japan. A tiny boy born to a couple that gave up hope to ever have children of their own burst to life from a giant peach. Taro grew up to be a brave hero who befriended animals with his favorite pounded rice cakes. He sought out to defend his community by defeating the evil demons and he was victorious. As many of you know, this is the story of Momotaro, the Peach Boy, a popular folktale of Japan set right in the middle of the country in the prefecture of Okayama. I talked with Dave Olson, a Hootsuite social media influencer in a previous life, who describes himself as an Okayama superfan. Dave proudly claims that Okayama will be his home for the rest of his life. He gave insights into local goat cheese makers, walkable towns filled with colorful noren curtains, bizen pottery, and off-the-beaten-track gems not to be missed. Later in the day, I gave an SDG training talk to Okayama-based guides, destination planners, and business people to encourage them to practice more sustainable methods in order to improve their branding and perception of value. There is an underlying skepticism as to whether future inbound or international travelers will really care if they use single-use plastics and don't have any more sustainable options available. But I planted a seed and I hope it grows. One thoughtful participant asked a great question. How do we balance the needs of local communities and special places for its natural beauty and special traditional significance without compromising the quality of life for locals. I was so happy to hear her question, and I truly hope every person in the tourism and travel industry in Japan and around the globe is asking the same question. Unfortunately, the answer is not concise and simple. It is complicated and case by case, depending on local needs. If, however, you can find out what local needs community have, and what needs the local environment has, that helps you create your answer of what could be funded by tourism. Then you just have to figure out how to fund it. Basic hurdles in every locale across Japan is food self-sufficiency, waste management issues, forest preservation, and maintenance and preservation of local heritage and traditions. These could all be funded by tourist revenue. Do you have any plant-based options available on menus at eateries? Are your communities self-reliant for its basic needs of rice and vegetables? Could tourism revenue help improve that lack of balance and create demand for more sustainable, locally grown organic and natural crops 
that preserve the pristine water supply? Would the local community like cheap, clean energy to power their homes? Reuse and repair schemes that keep streets clean? With a little innovation, it might also be possible to create more tourism appeal and profitable products from waste materials. Betty Smith and other Okayama-made denim companies are now using offcuts waste of their jeans industry to create pencil cases and other small items that can be sold at their jeans shops. Jeans are internationally renowned from the area for its high quality and also long-term use. This is not fast fashion. These handmade products can be used for generations and become a vintage reuse shop's most sought out item. In the town of Ushimado, in Setochi City, Okayama, the international staff at the Hotel Limani impressed me with their innovation to make use of the olive trees they inherited in the hotel parking lot. When they took over the business, they used the wasted olives to their advantage. The delicious parking lot olives dish is now a popular appetizer at their bar and restaurant. We also see reuse and innovation in Okayama's famous pottery town of Bizen, where the clay is sourced from deep mud under ancient organic rice paddies, and the soil is pure enough to enhance the flavor of any tea, sake, or even tap water. The guides were studying at the art of storytelling, and I told them the stories of sustainability that they could use to impress international visitors with and give them a deeper sense of place. Even at a stylish coffee shop far away from the famous town of Pottery of Bizen, you can see the stylish, long-lasting, earthy Bizenyaki cups in use. The staff are also wearing personalized uniforms handcrafted from denim in Kojima, another area. This Sunshine Coffee Company brand, coffee blends are sourced through direct trade or fair trade agreements with growers from abroad. And you are encouraged to refill your water bottles here with filtered tap water. It's so exciting for me to see these young entrepreneurs in Japan who get it as they establish a stylish, highly ethical, highly collaborative brand in a lesser known destination like Okayama. Sunshine Coffee Company is helping create a wider destination appeal by using other sustainable Okayama brands and products to enhance the quality of their own product and service. This is exactly what we want to see in more businesses, travel guides, and destinations across Japan. Instead of acting like rivals in tourism and travel, finding ways to support others actually supports yourself. Okayama is still relatively unknown to international markets, but it has a lot of sustainable travel and tourism potential that has been building up over the last 10 years.
I hope to see it develop more innovative, sustainable models and start to be used as a model of best practice by entrepreneurs and travel professionals looking for ways to enhance their own sustainable brand appeal. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this, please feel free to write a comment, a question, or share it with a friend. If you'd like to support the work that I'm doing, writing and doing a talk show almost every day with people around Japan, uh, please feel free to donate to Buy Me A Coffee. Your donations are much appreciated and help buy me some necessary coffee to keep me going. Much appreciated, guys. Have a great day. Thanks for joining. See you next time.